my god. Oh god. Ugh. Guys, this is not an ASMR video. You guys have to stop. You guys have got to stop it right now. Stop it! Hey. Hey. Somos real Latinos. Hola y bienvenidos a Real Latinos. My name is Ismael. This is Guti. ¿Qué pasó? ¿Qué pasó, mi gente? This is Ron. Tal. And we are Real Latinos, a podcast covering Latin American movies because nobody else will. Today we are becoming. Today we are going to be covering Mal de Amores, released in 2007, directed by Carlitos Ruiz Ruiz and Mariam Perez Riera. Uh, make sure to go watch this movie. It is available on YouTube for free. So go watch that movie. Come back. And then listen to the episode because we will be going through spoilers for the movie. So if you don't like spoilers, go ahead, watch the movie, come back. We'll be here waiting for you. But until then, please, please, please watch that movie and then come on back. Ron, how was your week? How you been? How you doing? I have a migraine. Yeah. Yeah. Not not great. <laughs> not great for Ron. No. It's it, it's fine. Not not the first episode I've recorded with the migraine, and it definitely won't be the last. Have so you it's, tried it's a, rubbing yeah. a frog's ass on your forehead? <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you tried doing I mean, that? I, just put, I put Windex on it, but it doesn't seem to help. So. I just put Vaporub on the, on your forehead. Yeah, 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 dude. Do all the home yeah. remedies. So, all but, um, Don't mix them up. Though. Otherwise, I, I mean, um, my my week's been okay. Like busy with work, but um. You know, uh, actually, even though I haven't logged them, I'm behind with uh, with logging movies. Uh, we were just talking before we got on about uh, the anxiety that I give Ismail because I have a need to log list on Letterbox. It's too much, dude. Um, I log right when I'm done. Yeah. I get anxiety when I have to wait to log drop with y'all, uh, which you know, <laughs> log dropping sounds like it's something that's you know, not not available not not available on this podcast feed. But uh, yeah, I, when I have to wait to log a movie, I just I just feel so weird about it. Like it's always in the back of my mind. Like I gotta log this on Letterboxd, and it's gotta be on the right date because if it's on the wrong date, mm -hmm. then I'm gonna mess up my own statistics, and I just I don't want that. Yep. So yeah, it's, it's I used to be the same way, and then we started this podcast, and then now <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> now yeah. you're a changed man. <laughs> yeah. So now I just I don't care. Like everything's in the wind. Oh my god, um, Guti, do you have any uh, log anxiety? Uh, it mine isn't afterwards. Mine is actually before watching a movie. Because like I I feel like sometimes with certain movies I'm like, all right, well this is, you know, just hearing like, all right, this is gonna, this is a pretty like art house film or something like that. I'm like, all right, well I need to really pay attention because I feel like I have to write something thoughtful afterwards. Like I can't just like one sentences it but uh i definitely do not care anymore uh i still write i mean lengthy ones but sometimes i'm just like i don't care i'm gonna write two sentences that's it call it a day ay, ay, ay. <laughs> sorry ron i i think we 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 interrupted you what were you gonna say no that's okay well actually i just while we were talking i just realized that i forgot to add a movie to my oh god, <laughs> to, oh my god. to my to my logs uh need to be logged list Ugh. um i don't know well, how you do it i don't know how you do it well, yeah, that neither, that, neither that would I. give me anxiety neither though, like to have a two, you know, two log list. That would definitely give me anxiety because I feel oh, like I yeah, would. That's too much. Well, else I well, so because I've got I've got a list that's my new in twenty twenty three list that I always 
you know, like add. And then I have a whole separate list for um, just like move, like like the ones that I need to log are like like a goofy movie in it and oh, Anastasia. What a like movie. like I watched those last night, but those are those are rewatches. So what do you prefer, a goofy um, movie or an extremely goofy movie? Definitely a goofy movie. Wow. De- definitely a goofy movie. <laughs> I grew um, up on an extremely for, goofy movie. Yeah. That that's you know whatever <laughs> like. Eye to Eye is the greatest pop song of the 1990s. It is a pretty great freaking so, song. <laughs> yeah. Powerline yeah, is undefeated. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And did you guys see? Uh, this is such great content for our for our show. But did you guys <laughs> see the the dude um, the dude that played the kid in Holes dressed as Powerline? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I did see that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that was crazy. Oh man. Yeah. So yeah, Goofy movie doesn't die. What a what a movie! Yeah, movie. Uh, go- yeah, Goofy's my Disney character. Like whenever anyone asks me, like, who's your Disney character? <laughs> I always say Goofy. Ab- absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to, um, you know, I I grew up in in Anaheim, so we used to go to Disneyland all the time. And like every time, like we would go down the drop and Splash Mountain, I would do. Like, <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> what he does when he, when he falls? Yeah, like that. Dang, dude. We need more uh we need more uh impressions. That's what we need. We need more impressions on this go. podcast. Oh man. All right. Well, for me this week mm-hmm. I had a pretty good week watching movies. I watched Brain Dead by Peter Jackson. That was a really fun time. Very gory, very silly, very fun, very wacky. I also watched my uh Mi Familia or My Family. Yeah, um, I saw that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jimmy Smith's is unequaled mm-hmm. in that movie. My 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 grandfather's most quoted movie line is is in that movie. Oh man, so, which one? And, and it's the one that I commented oh, okay, on your, okay, your letterbox okay, yeah. movie. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a that's a classic. That's a classic. Just not even in the movie, just a classic line in general. Like it's just a what what a what a what a what a line. And uh, but I wanted to bring up that I put up on a poll to see what movie I was going to watch. And it was Menace to Society versus The Red Shoes. And the deciding vote was Guti's pick for Menace to Society. Guti, explain. Explain yourself. It was a rough night for me, and I did not need a negative review of The Red Shoes coming from you. Wow. So that's why I think Menace to Society. How do you know, how do you know it was going to be negative? I don't know. How do you know it was going to be negative? I don't know. You know what? I've, you know, oh, I'm shell-shocked God. from Proto going through the AFI film list and destroying all oh, my man. classic films. So you know, I, I like Pal and Pressburger. I just, I just, I can't take it. I can't take it. I need oh to, I need to gosh. space these, uh, these negative reviews out. You know, <laughs> and just in case, you know, I had to hedge. I had to hedge. <laughs> well, Menace to Society, great movie. I that was a rewatch for me, but I got the Criterion 4K, and it looks divine. Nice. So nice. Highly recommend y'all check that out. Um, but yeah, maybe one day I'll go watch a Pal and Pressburger movie. Maybe one day. Uh, Guti will vote for it. I did watch Black Narcissus. What a freaking movie! And yeah. I know where I'm going was really nice. Um, yeah. Maybe so yeah, maybe you know. should watch the Red Shoes with me so I can mansplain it to you afterwards. Yeah, please mansplain <laughs> a movie. That's what I'm gonna need. Uh, okay. Yeah. So the reason why I watched Brain Dead too uh, today was because w- friend of the show, who's written in, who's saying to this show. Uh, uh, Ron dropped the Real Latinos jingle that Jaysher, our friend Jaysher Drake over um, in New Zealand has so so kindly done for us. 
Reality he knows. Reality he knows. Reality he knows. Reality he knows. So yeah, Jaysher's got a new podcast out and it's called 1978, a New Zealand film podcast. So Jaysher's going to be teaming up with his two friends, uh, Larissa and Chris. Uh, all three are New Zealanders, or Kiwis, as they are so lovingly named. And they are basically going to be going over New Zealand cinema. And Jason was so kind enough to tell us that uh, he felt inspired by what we were doing here at Real Latinos, going over all the Latin American films. And Jason is going to do the same thing, but for his culture and his heritage with New Zealand. So he's going to be looking at New Zealand films. The reason why it's called 1978 is because that's when the New Zealand film... Uh, commission was created which is a very nice touch and i am gonna be there day one and i'm gonna be very excited and jay sure uh talked about brain dead in the first episode talking about how it was so um it was one of his favorites that he's seen recently of new zealand cinema and i i i loved it i gave brain dead five stars and i'm gonna be giving 1978 five stars so everybody go ahead and check out the link in the show notes to go give 1978 podcast a follow they're great people. They're really funny. They're really nice. And you're going to have a great time. A lovely time with Jay Sher and mm-hmm. friends. All right. We got to continue because if we don't continue, we'll never, we'll never get I, started. I, I do have a couple shout outs though. I want to, I want to okay. say. Shout out. Um, Give shout outs. Good thing. So instead of like talking about the movies that I watched this past week. As long as it's not to Drew, I don't, we don't have time <laughs> for that. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, so, uh, it might be a little too late after watching this, but for people who have the TCM app, um, usually in August, they do kind of like a summer under the stars program. And this is the first time that Katie Hurao is going to be on highlighted for a day of programming. And usually the films that are shown during that day eventually make their way to the TCM app. So for people who have the TCM app, I'd highly recommend to check out the films that they're going to have on there. Um, she's like a legendary actress who started off in the golden age of, Mexican cinema and eventually made her way to the golden age of Hollywood. So she's really had a, a prolific career and it'd be great to, to get some support, um, especially since it's her first time being spotlighted on TCM. Uh, the yeah. second one I wanted to call out is recently they released like a special edition coin. Um, so usually they've been doing like these special edition quarters kind of for different um, important American women um, throughout the history of this country. And, uh, Recently, they released a quarter for Jovita Ibarra, who is a um, Mex- she was a Mexican Mexican American journalist, activist, and suffragist um, who fought against racism and sexism through her writing and community activism. Um, and at her family's newspaper, La Cronica, she wrote articles about racism, those in support of her Mexican American community and the Mexican Revolution, as well as those advocating for women's rights and women's suffrage. Um, so she was, she was a pretty big deal and it's kind of great to get this recognition, at least, you know, being on a quarter, you know, being memorialized on, on some sort of currency, it's kind of a big deal. So, um, there's like a really good video on kind of her impact throughout, um, U S history and Mexican Americans in this country that I'll, I'll give to Ron and he can put in the show notes, uh, for people to go go watch it's a nice little like 10 minute pbs video um paid for viewers like you so i'll uh, i'll be sure to pass it on cool. to, to ron jovita idar wow fantastic gonna go 
check out some of her some of her work. Marching to a different drummer. Hmm. All right. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Gudi, for that. And you know what? Just keep the train going. Why don't you give us some historical context, not just from the history of the United States, but give us some historical context for this movie, for Mal de Amores, that came out in 2007. Mal de Amores, or as known here in the U.S., Love Sickness, is the feature film debut of both Carlitos Ruiz Ruiz and co-director Miriam Perez Reyrera. The film was shot entirely in Puerto Rico with a cast and crew made up of mostly Puerto Ricans. The production was supported by the Puerto Rico Film Commission. Malde Amores was released during a period of increased interest in Latin American cinema in general. The early 2000s saw a number of Latin American films achieve critical and commercial success, some that we've covered on this podcast, including mm. Amores Perros, Y Tu Mama Tambien, and City of God. When will we cover City of God? Stay tuned. This trend helped to recreate a receptive environment for Malde Amores and other Latin American films. Malde Amores premiered at the 2007 Tribeca Film Festival in New York City, where it was well-received. It was later screened at several other film festivals, including the Los Angeles Latino International Film Festival and the Chicago International Film Festival, where it won the Audience Award. It was also selected as the Puerto Rican entry for Best Foreign Language Film or Best International Picture, now known um, at the 80th Academy Awards, but did not make the final shortlist. Wow. Well, thank you very much, Guti, for giving us a wonderful historical context. As always, Guti, how do you do it? What's your process? What's your process when you're making these historical contexts? Just a lot of Googling? You know it. <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> Expert Googler over here. And uh, Ron, how about you? Let's get that synopsis for the movie. Mal de Amores. I didn't write one. All right. <laughs> so we're just going to do this off the top of my head because we had fun doing it a couple episodes ago. Yep. When, uh, Let's see how we do it again. You know, I mean, yeah, the way I figure it, you know, like some of the movies that we cover on here, it seems like they write the screenplays off the top of their heads. Oh, so, wow. You know, like, let's, let's take the same approach. Ron is um, ready to fight. He's got I a migraine. migraine. Um, he's, got, he's, got, he's, he's ready to fight. Man. Yeah. All right. So the movie starts out with this couple in a car um, who is apparently inconsequential to the plot because you never see them again until after the credits roll. <laughs> right, right. Um, but uh, yeah, they're like uh, they're they're riding in the car somewhere and they're fighting over the contents of her purse and so she jumps out of the car. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the movie is three different interweaving storylines. One of which is a family on the way to a funeral for um, someone's grandmother, uh, but on the way to the funeral. Um, the uh, mom finds out that her husband is act- who is played by uh, Luis Guzman mm-hmm. um, is uh, actually having an affair with uh, her cousin and so mm-hmm. instead of you know like mourning um, over uh, her, her dead grandmother she starts a fight in the middle of the memorial service um, and then there's a little boy uh, who is weird um, Very weird and then uh, there's yeah. another storyline where this uh, incel dude that kind of looks like a Latino Vincent D'Onofrio is riding on this bus. And he decides that uh, the, he's going to ask the bus driver, who he does not know, uh, to marry him. And when she obviously says no, he takes out a gun and decides to uh, hold the whole bus hostage. Yeah. Um, after which... Uh, the uh, local authorities have a priest come to uh, to marry them, um, and then the priest shoots the dude. Yep. And then <laughs> uh, there's another storyline where there's this old lady that looks a lot like my grandma. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and her daughter's like uh, like 
my dad's homeless and he's sick and you need to let him live here. And she's like, no, he left. And she's like, do it anyway. Cause like this used to be his house 30 years ago. Um, and she says, no, so he comes back and lives <laughs> with her. But the problem is that she's already got a dude living with her, but, um, <laughs> wacky subplot. That's actually her ex-husband too. Yeah. Cause he divorced, she divorced that <laughs> yeah, guy too. Yeah. So like, she's not actually with anyone, either of them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's a funny bit with a rooster, um, and, uh, you know, the, the, the thruple have, have, have an elderly good time and then, uh, the credits roll. And then at the end of the movie, that couple in the car from the first part come back and then she throws herself out of the car again. And I have no idea why that was in there. Did I miss anything? Uh, I don't think you did. Um, I think you basically just got all the points, all the main, main points. Did I get all the subtle nuances? Uh, you did. Yeah. Unfortunately, the the bad guy in the second story, his name is Ismael, and his young child is also named Ismael. So not a great day for Ismael's on the podcast, you know. <laughs> so not, not a not a great uh, not a great representation here. But yeah, yeah, I think that's about it. Guti, did uh, Ron miss anything? No, I don't think so. No. All right. Yeah. Uh, so Puerto Rican films. Is this the first one for y'all? Does West Side Story count? No. <laughs> West Side Story does not count. Wait, which one? The, oh the earlier version or the later one? Yes. Pick one. Both. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think this is the first Puerto Rican movie for just about all of us. I'm looking to see all the Puerto Rican um, uh, produced movies. What's kind of annoying. I've been to Puerto Rico. Does that count? Oh, no. But that's that's cool. I've never <laughs> been there, but I would really like to go. Um so oh jk i have seen a I have seen a puerto rican film uh i've seen before the rooster crows uh a film that we were previously oh yes i absolutely vetoed it um not that it's a bad (laughs) film it's just i don't think it's the uh it's the appropriate room (laughs) <laughs> to be yeah. the space to be disgusting phenomenal and then you want to go choose Clara Sola. and then we went and watched Clara Sola. <laughs> yeah, yeah you watched Clara Sola anyway so uh, Which I, w- I would say this one <laughs> I would say this one's worse uh so yeah. not in not oh, in quality okay. just in you know the topics Content. it deals with in what we should be talking yeah, exactly. about yeah, on exactly. our platform <laughs> yeah. so yeah but Highly recommend. Very good film. Yeah. Just uh, one of the notes that I got for our Clara Sola episode was that it was uh missing the woman's touch and I I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah. I don't, yeah. Uh, I don't think we try to avoid it with Roma, but you know. Yeah, I don't. I don't uh, know. I don't think uh, any of us are. Sorry, Jackie. Sorry, Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> was it really uh, Jackie? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can neither confirm or deny no. that it was Jackie. Or no. Jackie, come on the pod. <laughs> yeah. uh, calling you out. Ron's calling you out, Jackie. We can't have my wife. The one she's white. So. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, Do I leave that in? We're gonna leave all that in. <laughs> yeah. Um, but let's get into the major points that we want to talk about here for uh, my lemores. I have dark humor. I have interwoven narratives, and I have crazy, crazy love. Um, is there any other major points that y'all want to add to this at all? No. Yes. No. No. Uh, right. I just wanted to say that Becky G and Sofia Reyes song is really good. Also named on that Becky G. Becky G. Uh, uh, a voice of our generation. Exactly. Yeah. Becky G. Um, all right. Yeah. All right. Anyways. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's get into the major points for this movie. So 
Uh, of the three, I guess we could start off with Crazy Love. Uh, there's a lot of really... I mean, I think that's like the whole point of this whole movie. I mean, it's called Malamores, or it's called in English, Love Sickness. So, you know, it's about love making you do some really crazy things or love making you crazy. Like in the very opening, uh, that couple is... They're, I don't know if they're crazy for each other, but they're definitely crazy at each other. Like they're just yelling, 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 uh, not having a great time. And one of them jumps out of the car, which is pretty crazy. I've and I've never um, seen someone so pissed about gum. Yeah, yeah, gum. <laughs> it's not about the gum, Guti, but yeah, it's gum. <laughs> yeah, he got crest when it was supposed to be, or not crest, trident <laughs> instead instead of a big five. Who knows? Uh, but uh, yeah. I I think a lot of it has to do just just like crazy stuff. I mean, and all three narratives. Obviously, the bus one dude was in love, or in lust. I don't know. That dude was just crazy. But um, yeah, he was like madly in love with this woman, and then he did some crazy stuff. Uh, the first one. Um, I mean, Luis Guzman's character. I don't think he's in love at all. I think he's just in lust. So maybe maybe my my major point kind of falls flat there, but for sure the, the older couples, um, the dude that comes back, dude seems to be in lust or in love with, um, uh, what's her Florita or Flor, <laughs> uh, that, uh, um, and yeah, crazy, just crazy stuff ensues. So crazy, crazy love, Ron, Guti, any, any points to add about how crazy the love is here in this movie? So crazy. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Guti. So, so um, crazy. <laughs> God, why am I the one half of Okay. Um, I'm just going to go to... I a, mean, if there's I'm nothing just, else... I mean, yeah. there, I mean, there's not much, much to say that you haven't already said about the love. I, I kind of just thought, like, you know, the bus stop is kind of unrequited love infatuation, right? Like, that mm-hmm. guy's obviously crazy. I mean, at some point, I think we see, like, an image of, like, a you know, a vela, like a candle, like right next to a picture of her or whatever and like his i think his yeah house he had or like a bunch of selfies yeah, like was, around her or something it was, it, was, it was weird so yeah but i mean i guess you know fatuation will do that to people yeah, yeah. i guess and then the other one would be dark humor which i thought like the fact that they were having a wedding on the bus i thought that was so insane but i think it was like kind of played for laughs as well so i was like wow what is going That's, on here? there were two moments that i laughed out loud and one of them i forget uh it was when uh um, they were saying, okay, one of the hostages could leave, oh, and like the first said... one he goes to, and she's like, I don't want to miss the <laughs> yeah. wedding. After like, so, all yeah, this, I did I'm laugh gonna miss the bit. wedding. No yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was hilarious. I, I, I did laugh out loud of that part too. I loved it. I loved it. Um, but yeah, a lot of dark humor in this movie, specifically in like the the bus setting. I think is really pretty intense. Um, there's a lot of like just silly rom comness. Uh, but that's okay because it's a silly mm-hmm. rom-com, so that's fine. Uh, it's just good, lighthearted mm-hmm. fun, except, you know, the dude's got a gun and holding people hostage. But other than that, it's um, uh, it's pretty just lighthearted. Like when um, uh, the brother of um, Ismail is telling uh, Ismail's wife, like, oh, um, I, I actually, I'm, I'm going to say so Luis like, Guzman because I don't like the idea of Ismail cheating. So I'm just so going like, yeah, to <laughs> Before you even go there, too, like, I, I don't even think this is, like, really a rom-com. Cause like really? I, I don't know because do I feel like because I feel like rom coms are like at least for me usually they kind of end on a happy like on a happy note. Yeah, um, so the genre I, I boy. like that like this one doesn't I mean does it end on a happy note? I don't think 
I think it's just more of like they're using the comedy to kind of split up the kind of like you know the dramatic beats in it. But I don't yeah. know if it's technically technically the, rom-com. Like I want the older couple. That's like a pretty rom com. They like the she lives Flora is in a happy note at the end of the day. I think right. I mean, I she, feel. I mean, she definitely was singing a happy note. Wow, Guti. <laughs> Guti's uh, feeling a little hot and heavy over here for Flor, but um, you know, it is what it is. Guti's out here shooting a shot. I'm not Becky shooting G any shot. And and Flor, Ron, you know, please, it's just the way it is. Please delete this. <laughs> don't, don't, don't put that in there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Put the whole show. Yeah, put the yeah, whole. Just, yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. show because right Scrap now it's the whole thing. not going well. One thing I do want to say is that it was it, it wasn't dark humor. It was just like. I'm pretty sure it was played for laughs just because it was so extended. But when people slurp their soup so freaking loud, I wanted to blow yeah. my freaking brains out, just like the guy in the bus. I hate it so much. And they just did not stop slurping over and over and over again, which I get, you know, after a while, it's a little funny. But oh my God, how much I, I think it's so irritating. I really hate it. Yeah, slurping? I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know. Uh, it actually reminded me because one of the the first managers I had out of college, um, he was from South Korea, and mm-hmm. we had a lot of like working slash you know working lunches slash dinners because um, at my old job we used to do some pretty bad hours, and mm-hmm. uh, he used to like bring like you know noodles or whatever from home, and he would slurp away and apparently in South Korea it's like you know if you're not slurping it's kind of a sign like you're not enjoying mm-hmm. your food. So mm. you kind of yeah. just like Tempo. Yeah, so you just had to kind of oh, Tempo, but what a movie. You just had to kind of yeah. go with the flow. But one of the funniest moments in this uh in this the whole slurping part is like I think we just come back to them eating there and they're slurping and there's a horn honking outside and they're like, Oh my god, they're so annoying. And it's like, dude, you're annoying with the slurping. <laughs> like the horn is the last <laughs> thing that I'm thinking about. Oh my you god. Need to stop same. Slurping. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst. Oh god. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it so much. Oh yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like there's not too much to talk about in this movie. Uh, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep the ball rolling though, because we gotta. We gotta do it. Do we it. gotta do it. So let's go. Um, interwoven narratives. Usually, I'm like a huge fan of this. Uh, um, this format. I think I was. I I dug it in this one as well. Like the whole. I think I would have liked it better if, for some reason, all three narratives were like came together at some point they never mm. even graze past each other these are just like like it's like an anthology of just three totally different things happening yeah. interspliced within each other which um you know is fine i think it's like a good way like guti was talking about before you know kind of like changing the beat changing the pace a bit of uh when one thing's like maybe getting a little too heavy or we've been with one story for a long time you could just cut over to what's going on over here right so that's nice like it's a i don't know if it's a crutch or anything but i think it's a a really nice way to just uh move along you know like uh keep the keep the pace going but i don't know what what were your thoughts on uh this interwoven narrative either one of you wrong um, I would have liked it a lot more if two of the narratives were completely non-existent Ooh. and it just focused on the three elderly people. Oh, I was about to ask, what was your favorite of the stories? And I think my favorite was also the elderly people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I have to agree that they were the, they were definitely the best. Um, I guess, I don't know. Did you guys think besides love, was there anything else connecting the three? And I don't have an answer. So 
don't ask me. I just just spitballing here. Um. Hmm. Well, well, I w- I would say like, uh, infidelity, but the bus dude was not. Uh, he wasn't. There was no infidelity with him. He was just insane. Yeah. Um. There wasn't really in the elderly thruple either. No, I guess there wasn't. But like the the she was technically single. No, so. no, she was single. But I'm saying like when she got left yeah. for from the first husband. Oh yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Like I, I, then again, this is it's a stretch. It's a reach. I'm not sure if mm-hmm. like he left for another woman or if he left for. I don't really know why they or do they give a reason why he leaves at all. I'm sure they did, but I probably mm-hmm. forgot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So um, I guess it does have uh, yeah. like. I guess it does have like thinking about it like three different stages of what like different like ages of love i guess you know you have like ismail jr that's true kind of you know meeting the little girl and them kind mm-hmm. of like testing the waters out right like that's kind of the final the final scene there and then you know elderly people you know they need love too you know and kind of seeing how that blossoms um later in life and then i guess it does have like you know ismail's parents and Kind of like, I don't you like know, it once you, once you, once you, you know, <laughs> so weird. But keep on going. Never. It's okay. Uh, but I'll like, you know, it. once, once the kind of the love you have in a marriage, and also where you may be tempted to, you know, explore the waters where things might get stale, and then I guess the guy in the bus who holds it up is kind of like another phase of young crazy love, I guess, mm. to an extreme. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I would say like this whole like intersplice stories about crazy love was done much better with crazy stupid love. I don't know if y'all have watched that movie. I yep. thought that was a pretty fun movie. Have not. Um, yep. Yeah, you should check it out. It's uh, it's nice. But and I, I watched it recently. But uh, yeah, I mean, I I don't know anything else about this movie. Like it was pretty just like by the numbers, just here's three stories let's get out of here you know i do wish that the older couple had more time i honestly thought i don't know if this is me just like out of pocket or anything but i thought it was going to end in like a three-way or something i thought they were like all just gonna like start loving up on each other which you know it did not go that way but you know (laughs) we can dream (laughs) we can can dream one can dream no no anymore so um yeah 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 yeah. uh i uh that's the only thing i had for for this movie that was left um i I just thought of the joke where he's in the where they're in the bus and the guy's like you know they say that there's seven women for every oh my god like maybe this is not the one you know there's six more out there and i was just like oh my my god God. (laughs) anything to get this dude to stop like oh my goodness i know (laughs) I thought it was pretty funny too when they were uh, the dude. Uh, uh, I forgot the older dude's name, but he goes and he gets a rooster and he puts it in the in the in the shower. Yes, that yeah. was really funny. That was really... Criterion moment. Yeah, <laughs> that was yeah. so funny. And then like he starts like running away like a little kid, and then like Flora, Flora's yeah. just looking at him like, "What's going on?" <laughs> like, I just... Yeah, that was that was nice. That was a really that was a really good moment. Yeah, I the, I really dug that. The uh, the other one I thought of too right now is the one where. Uh, 
it's at the very beginning of the Luis Guzman story um, with his mm-hmm. wife. And they're like, uh, you know, the phone. Ismail, his name's Ismail. Ismail. There you God. go. <laughs> and, the, and the phone's ringing, and, and, and she's like, oh, pick up. It could be an emergency. And he's like, she's already oh, dead. Yeah. What else could happen? She's already right? dead. What else is going to happen? <laughs> that, was, that was funny. <laughs> that was funny. That was really funny. Yeah. Uh, uh, There's another thing. I thought it was really silly how um, Luis Guzman's uh, brother just like tells her like, "Oh, like his wife, like, oh yeah, it, uh, it's fine. You shouldn't be crying about that." And she's like, "She's dead." <laughs> like, like, no, no, you'll get over it. You'll get over it. And um, uh, you shouldn't be crying about that stuff. Obviously, a very classic comedy trick of two people talking about different things, and that's how you get a a reveal. But um. I thought that was very silly, very funny. I thought it was very like I thought it was funny too how they were like like two brothers just like like wrestling each other just because they're like mad at each other. And then like when the slightest thing happens, like he like rips his chain or something, and then like the fight stops and the brother's like, Oh, he ripped my chain, I can't believe he did that. I thought that was really funny. Um Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah. like a terrible version of a world star. Yeah, yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Uh yeah <laughs> and um i do think the really weird part too is that like uh i don't know the actor's name so i'm just gonna have to call him ismaelito fernando tarrazo that's his name um when uh he just starts like licking the other girl's tongue that was a little weird you know <laughs> but, uh you know i guess they're just trying to explore I mean, but i think they're cousins i are they are i don't they? know are they i don't know i i I feel like they are because the girl was at the house when they were having the, like the funeral, the, the velorio. How do you say it in English? Um, the, the, oh, the, the, the vigil. Vigil. Yeah. And the vigil. When they're having that vigil in the house, the girl's there and the girl has to go like and look for Ismael right away. So I'm assuming like she's obviously close with the family. So them two licking tongues, a little weird. And I think it would, uh, you know, fit with the whole idea of you know doing crazy stuff for love um i don't know if they love each other they're i just i don't know i thought it was a little weird but it is what it is you know this is a movie it's this movie so yeah oh man yeah yeah but overall i think um the best of the acting was for sure the older couple i thought they were really um i thought it was like really well fleshed out it was the most interesting of the bunch and um yeah. oh my god talking about the old couple when she's talking when she, the the <laughs> lord is talking to her her daughter and she's like look this is my pussy and i'll do what i want with it. Oh, <laughs> i was yeah. just like holy shit. I, li- I liked i liked how blunt <laughs> yeah. she was yeah yeah, yeah. oh that was That's great funny. that was great that was pretty good you know sometimes you gotta let the, the youth know you know so <laughs> you gotta you gotta be blunt with it um god i think we're just like grasping at straws at this point what else do we want to talk about in this movie um if there's nothing else we can get into final thoughts and rating and it's going to be just a short, i was gonna say let's just yeah we can just keep on going <laughs> keep this train <laughs> moving to <laughs> make up for our two hour in the heights oh, episode. Geez, yeah. um so final thoughts and rating for me uh this was my pick i think the movie was just fine it's just a good movie uh wasn't like i didn't have any like really big problems with it but i didn't also i also didn't really have any like huge positives with it either it was just kind of a nice 
movie. Like it's just a, I wouldn't call it feel good, but I do think it's like easy watching. Is there like a, I don't know. I don't know if there's a, a term for it, but I just think it's like, you know, you could put it on, you could watch it and it's, um, it's chill, you know, uh, except the whole, you know, um, holding people hostage. That's not chill per se, but like the whole watch in general just is pretty chill. And, um, you know, there's funny moments here and there and it's just, um, it's just a nice movie. Yeah. I give it three stars. I don't know what else to say about it. Um, they're giving Ismaelis out there a bad name. So that wasn't great. Um, so yeah, three stars, three stars for me, Ron, let's go to you, Mr. Migraine. What do you think about my Lemores? Um, yeah. So the bus, I, I hated the the bus Ooh. stuff with the exception of like the little like a couple of those jokes like i just hated everything about mm-hmm. it um and then uh the stuff with uh ismail and ismailito and like Guys, all that stuff <laughs> i also did was not was not into it yeah. um it was you know i was indifferent to uh anything that was happening with the characters. <laughs> to, to disliking it a lot of the time um and then, uh, yeah, the, the, the elderly thruple, um, I was all about that. Like legitimately, like if they would have had a whole movie centered around that, I, I would have been way more into it. Um, the rooster bit. Yeah. So good. Great stuff. Um, and you know what? Yeah. Like they should have like went all in at the end. Like they should have just all three of them gone for it. You know, you only live once. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, 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 so, that's uh, how you roll Ron, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I I did not have a good time watching oh, this except man. for the, uh, the 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 elderly the elderly people. Um, I think there were there were elements that that I I appreciated. Um, there is a lot of like dark humor and like absurdist kind of stuff, yeah. like the 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 wedding on the bus, the the fight at the at the wake, like. But I don't think it was set up in a way that it really landed for me. Mm-hmm um so like a lot of it like a lot of the tone seemed kind of all over the place to me the the acting was fine um i love luis guzman um i'll I'll watch him in anything he's like um ever since i saw him in out of sight way back 20 years ago um yeah any you know i'll, I'll watch him in anything so luis guzman in buggy um, nights wow yes yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah even as 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 gomez and and wednesday like i, I, I haven't watched great, that yet so. yeah yeah um but uh but yeah this one i just i i was not feeling the majority of this so i i can't give it more than two stars wow two stars from ron gosh this is um unheard of i'm unheard of from ron is this one of your is that the lowest rating you've given potentially, potentially. Know. who knows yeah just um yeah overall just not great i guess the two stars you give it just for the elderly couple um and the rest is just mm-hmm. you know <laughs> the the bus stuff like knocked a lot Dang. off of it. Like I just I I can't I can't. You just hated it. It seems like yeah. 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 Just, oh man, yeah. that that joke though. It was it was worth it for that joke of um <laughs> after all that I'm going to miss the wedding heck no. That that was really funny. Um all right, Guti, let's get your final thoughts and your rating for my lemores. Uh so fun fact before I go into my final thoughts. Uh, Luis Guzman, uh, he did an interview with the Long Island Weekly, like, I think back in 2019, and he actually listed this movie as, like, one of his favorites, um, having filmed. Just wanted to, just throwing it out there, doesn't mean anything, just saying he said it, you know? 
Just, just saying that. <laughs> um, but for me, so yeah. he likes this more than Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Come on, I don't even. I don't even think he has that one on this list. To be honest with you, <laughs> no, of course uh, not, dude. <laughs> no, I mean you never know. He could be trolling them. You know that's how we would know. Yeah, maybe, he's, he's maybe. trolling us there, but nope. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh but yeah so he uh so yeah so for me i think you guys pretty much said everything that i would have said um i thought it was decent it wasn't anything that like i was just like i'll never watch again like if it's on like i guess i'll you know kind of watch it it's not like anything that i'm gonna like actively pursue to go watch i uh, definitely agree that the um the elderly couple um or you know triplet I should say, uh, was definitely my, my favorite part of this as well. Um, but yeah, I think, I don't know. I think I'm at three stars. Oh, three stars, three stars and two stars here. I think this yeah. is the first yeah. time that Ron is. <clears throat> rated yeah. Ron's just a me. downer, dude. Let's, let's, let's unpack usually, this. Usually How much I'm, do you hate this bus? Yeah, usually I'm the mean one, you know? So <laughs> it, I just, I couldn't, if just the whole idea of it is, it, made me so uncomfortable what about it, like, that it's like, scummy that yeah. it's um that's just like yeah like if if they would have handled it differently if they wouldn't like it, well and i guess that's the thing like each each one of the like the storylines had they made each one any one of them into its own movie and fleshed out the characters and the storyline more like it, it probably would have went further including the bus one um you could have you know like went more into into his you know, like headspace and, and and stuff. But I just, yeah, I like, there was just nothing redeeming about it to me. Like I know it was playing it for laughs. And I, I also recognize that it, you know, it's not like this came out last year. I know it came out, you know, like what, 15 years ago or something mm -hmm. like that, but it's still like post me too. like this. That's just not the kind of thing that, mm -hmm. that I want to watch, at least not um, handled in, in that way. Right. So, yeah. 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 It's just. Um, what did Jackie think of it? That's what I want. Well, well, you're going to have to ask her. Um, I don't think she watched. She hasn't watched it. So I just. <laughs> I, this one was uh, this just by myself. Jackie was gone for the weekend and I uh, uh, I watched this while she was gone. So, you know, I'll have her watch it. We need that female perspective. Yeah, I, I, definitely. Um, after Clara Sola, man, we are, <laughs> something's wrong here. Um, but, um, but yeah, I think that's, uh, I think that's about it for this movie. Man, that was a quick episode. Very quick. I actually thought it was going to be pretty fast too. I didn't have too many notes. I usually have millions of notes, but today is just, you know, not much, not much there. Um, we actually have a review here on Letterboxd tagged Real Latino. So if you want to hear your review of any of the movies that we covered you can go ahead and tag your review with real latinos that's r-e-e-l-l-a-t-i-n-o-s you could put a space you could uh leave out the space we'll check both tags but we have a tag here from scott Interrante, who is the host of the music podcast this is the greatest song i've ever heard in my entire life so scott tags his review for clara sola last week's movie and he writes I support women's rights, but most, but most, blah, 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 blah. I support women's rights, but more importantly, I support women's wrongs. Incredibly beautiful film, yeah. but I'm sorry. I do have to ask, how old is Santiago? 
And that's the whole review. Thank you so much, Scott, for tagging your review with Real Latinos. And again, if you want to hear your review read on the feed here, then go ahead and tag your review with Real Latinos. That's R-E-E-L-L-E-T-I-N-O-S. And if you want to send us an email, send us a voicemail, send us whatever you'd like um, to the Gmail that we have. That's Latinos at gmail.com. That's R-E-E-L-L-E-T-I-N-O-S at gmail.com. And you can go ahead and tell us your thoughts on the movies that we've covered, any movies that you'd like for us to cover or just to see how we're doing. So, yeah. Next episode. Next episode, we've had it in the books for a while. Uh, we announced it last episode. But just to remind y'all, next week, we will be covering a new release called Blue Beetle. Uh, Blue Beetle is out on theaters today. So make sure to go and grab your ticket to go watch Blue Beetle. I already have my ticket for IMAX. Um uh, and we're actually going to have a special guest. So the guest that we will be having on for the Blue Beetle episode is the one, the only, you love him. It's Diamond. Diamond is back on the show. Diamond is our superhero correspondent at this point. Diamond is going to be, he, you've heard his voice in the Black Panther uh, Wakanda Forever episode. You've heard his voice in the Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse episode. And now you will hear his voice again for this Blue Beetle episode that we're going to be having next week. Folks, y'all excited? Y'all excited for this Blue Beetle? Trepidatious. Trepidatious. That's a big word that I don't know what that... I don't know what that means. <laughs> Trepidatious. Trepidatious. Oh, I'm leaving this in for uh, sure. Apprehensive Damn. or nervous? Filled with trepidation. Damn. Oh, right. Filled with trepidation. What a, what a definition <laughs> for trepidatious. The, the, the Columbia man. Stumbling. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. God, I should have never told you guys that I went to that school. You know, this happens to me every single time now. Like, with uh, anyone that knows that I went to that school, they're always saying, Ay, no quieres bien listo. And, like, I remember one time, like, I was, I was washing dishes or something. And then uh, I finished washing dishes, and there was one dish that, like, I didn't do very well. And then my mom saw it, and she said, ¿Qué le están enseñando allá en esa escuela? Like, what are you learning over there? It's like, dude, we're not learning how to wash dishes. Like, it's just, ah, <laughs> oh, man. It's just, it's a curse, really. It's a curse. <laughs> but, uh, uh, JK, Roar Lines Roar. Go, go, Columbia. What, what a, what a moment. But, um, <laughs> but yeah. So, um, Ron's feeling trepidatious. Big word. Big word on Relatinos today. Um, and Guti, how are you feeling about Blue Beetle? I'm excited. No, this yep. is our, you know, first DC uh, Latino superhero, you know, live yep. action. I'm ready yep, for yep, it. Yep, yep. I'm ready for no it. No thanks to Zaslov. No thanks to Zaslov. Uh, yeah. Right. How, wait, how much time do we have? I think we we can kill some time, right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll save it for next week. Save it for, we'll next, save it for week. next week. But um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm very excited. Uh, the um, it's it's directed by Angel Manuel Soto, so a Puerto Rican director. Uh, we'll get into our respective history with him next week. And it's also written by, written by Gareth Dunnett Alcocer. Uh, Gareth, uh, is a Mexican director and screenwriter. He wrote, uh, Ms. Bala. I've not seen Ms. Bala, but we'll talk about that next week. Don't worry. Don't worry, folks. We're going to get into all these beautiful details next week for Blue Beetle. We hope to have you here on the feed. Uh, so if you want to reach out to us, uh, Guti, how can people find you on the internet? You can find me at letterboxd, uh, what is it? Forward slash Finn cinema dreams. Uh, Whoa! yes, I did. I did change my letterbox username. Uh, more to come on that, but 
Uh, it's Finn Cinema Dreams. Finn Cinema Dreams. Uh, Ron, how about you? How can people find you on the internet? Letterboxd, Ron Jimenez. And you can find myself on Letterboxd with my initials IVM. That's I, V as in videos, M as in movies. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us for yet another wonderful episode of Real Latinos. Los queremos muchísimo. Nos vemos hasta la próxima. Y adiós. 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 Oh! Real Latinos is a podcast written, produced, and hosted by Christian Gutierrez, Ron Jimenez, and Ismael Villas Bolívar. Mixed and edited by Ron Jimenez. Artwork provided by Lizbeth Jimenez, Ron Jimenez, and Ismael Villas Bonita. Original music provided by Toro Lomata. Muchas gracias y hasta la próxima.